Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Oh man, I, I might take need, I might need to get my hearing checked because let's hear it for the boys is back with another episode. I'm Alex. You need to get something checked. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we are gonna be talking about the third episode of Gen V hashtag Woo! think brink. If you haven't checked it out on Prime Video, please go watch it because we're gonna spoil the heck out of it. But brief bit of recap before we get into the episode leading in here. We have uh, found out a little bit more about why Golden Boy killed himself as well as killing Brink. Marie has been dubbed the guardian of Godalkin University. Emma, at the end of the episode, was dealing with somebody outing her as... Well, she doesn't think she has an eating disorder, but she throws up in order to become small. Um, and that was revealed to the entire campus. She's pretty stricken and upset about that. Meanwhile, Andre is trying to investigate what's going on with the woods. He has some clues about Sam, who is Golden Boy's brother, who's actually alive. And Kate rescues him at the last second before falling down to the ground and convulsing. That's where we left everybody. Also, there's Jordan, of course. Jordan is mainly mm. pissed at this point about Marie moving up in the rankings and wants Marie to tell the truth about how Jordan actually fought back against Golden Boy, but Marie lied on national television about it. So that's kind of where we have for everybody. Uh, the last thing we should probably mention is Dean Shetty, who seems to be the mastermind behind everything that's going on here, yeah. or that is quickly becoming clear, particularly in this episode. She has some shady loyalties. We don't know what's going on in the woods, but we find out a little bit more oh, about it here. Oh, the fucking woods, man. Ah, uh, the woods. Are we out of the woods, as Taylor Swift would say? We are not. Oh, oh, yes, that's right. Taylor Swift is wrong. Kelsey. She's wrong about this. Shouts to Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Now, <laughs> lots of stuff goes down in this episode, but I wanted to throw one thing out at you guys. Uh, great use. Yeah, throw. Let's keep this going. I love it. Yeah, yeah there you go. You mean football. Uh, yeah. Right at the top here. Uh, this isn't something that I'm necessarily concerned about, per se, but... This show, three episodes in, is showing the same sort of thing that I see in a lot of like college or school-based shows. Oh boy! Here where we they're go. like, "Hey, we're set at a school. We're gonna show you a class for maybe thirty seconds. Other than that, they never go to class, and that's not what it's about." Well, that's what college hey. is, man. Yeah, Nobody bro. went to cl- class, dude. The, yeah. the stuff that happens in class is not the thing you remember about. Well, college. you went to Ithaca College. I went that's to right. Cornell University across the way for you know the one time. for smart people. We went to class wow. all the time. We never missed a class. Well, wow, great. I'm we, sure you really remember you and that. everybody. Yeah. Wow, big no, we. but seriously though, like I think the thing that I was missing Why a little do you bit want in this more episode. School? Why? Well, hold on. The thing that I was missing a little bit in I this episode. I want to watch people learn. <laughs> I just want to see them in a room going, "You're right, Professor. I agree with that." Yeah, I want to see. Is that how school goes for fun? you? <laughs> <laughs> These Pete, I feel like you've been out of school. There's plenty of time for a full lecture from a professor. That's what I want yeah. to say. I want at the end of like every class, 
at the end of every class you were in P, you said, yes, professor, you are correct. <laughs> and then you all walked out the door. That's right. Yeah. Single I don't know file. How you did things, but that's how Ithaca did it. Here, here's wow. what I mean even more specifically about this is a lot of this is spent on the celebrity aspects that we've hit very well on the boys. Mm-hmm. And I think they do a good job here as well. There's a whole benefit for the hashtag. Yeah, they didn't have gallows break. at Cornell, their fancy <laughs> pants. Come on. To me, I'm missing, a bit, I'm missing a bit of the college here in this episode. Like, we're not getting a frat party. We're not getting a sorority party. Go fuck party yourself, like you this. miss the college. Th- that's. A- I'm sorry I'm bringing up what I have as a legitimate criticism of <laughs> he- this show three episodes in. Here's what I'll throw I'll to you, Alex. First again. off, thank you, you, Professor. What? <laughs> it's working. This has yeah. always been a class for you, Alex, uh, <laughs> run by two um, clearly substitute professors in Pete and I. That's right. You're, Alex, you're saying this school is like, or this show is like school on Sunday, no class. That's what you're saying. Mm, oh, wow. Nice. Uh, second, um, I feel like. I feel like the, it's on purpose. I feel like the mm-hmm. point of this is why do they have to go to class? What they right, actually need to learn is how and, to yeah. get to the top of the rankings, how to do a press conference. How, like, I think maybe it's a little intentional that like uh, the real education here is all of the bad things that they're doing and learning how this world works. 100%. Yeah. Uh, get them, Justin. Get them. Here, here's what I think. Again, not to keep driving home, we can move to the other stuff because generally, again, I like this and I'm enjoying the show, is the original name for the show, I believe, was JV, like Junior Varsity, right? And we've right. talked a little bit about yeah. how they're kind of going for the celebrity thing, but they're also kind of going for the sports thing. I think what we're seeing here is like like sports training camp, not college, you know, like they're Mm. being recruited potentially for the big leads. That's what I'm getting out of this episode in particular. What I want to see is a little bit more of if you're setting it at college, let's see it act like a college, whether that means class, whether that means frat parties, whether that means something. I just don't have a sense of how this school works yet. We went from orientation to the first day to a gala, free which is the thing. Free oh, my all. God. All right. I but bet we're going to get that. Real, real quick, Pete, what you're saying is you want where celebrity and sports meet, which is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Shouts to Pete. Right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I think the second thing you're saying is this This show is like school on Monday, all class. Yeah. Okay. By all the right, way, did you guys know that no, nobody uh, knew who Travis Kelsey was before Taylor Swift? Shut started? up. I know you one know person on this did. podcast who didn't, and his name's Alex Alvin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very exactly. funny to me, actually, not to go on a side trip, but oh, that meme God. that everybody keeps doing where they're driving their boyfriends crazy. I was like, I legitimately had no idea who he was. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, that's insane. On Thanks, Taylor Oh yeah. boy! Thank you, Professor uh, Swift. Stop! Stop! Oh my God! All right. First off, this episode is awesome. I love this episode so much. I feel like this show Ooh. really clicked in for me. I really am like, oh, I get who people are. Also, we had to go see the woods. Enough of the talking in the fucking woods. Let's see the woods. So I'm sorry they didn't spend more time in class and learning how to be a superhero. They threw him into the shit already, which is what we want. Like being a superhero is going to galas, doing shit you don't want to do. It's it's a whole thing. Anyways, I was very happy with this episode. I really feel like we spent enough time with characters and dealing with all the different kind of stuff that's going on. I really feel like this episode really clicked and, and I was finally rooting for people and had like a side. I, I felt really good about this show moving forward as a whole. I was a little worried about what the show was going to be, but I feel like this really found its footing and kicked into gear for me on this app. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they, they really spread the story around. 
amongst everybody. You got to yes. touch everyone, get into some backstory. Plus, which people obviously- started talking and working together mm-hmm. instead of just being assholes. Yeah, and I think we found like we had a cliffhanger about like Kate going into that seizure, and then she comes sure. back pretty, you know, without any sort of repercussions. It seems like, and is fully a major part of this cast, which is great. She's she's on yeah. the team. Yeah, uh, but honestly, maybe this episode we can sort of walk through because it feels like there was a progression of things. Mm-hmm. We get this flashback. Uh, I, wait, hold on. Before we get to that, I do want to just so Pete and I are not fighting the entire episode. I do agree with right. you, Pete. Good luck. I think it's a really smart. <laughs> I think it's a really smart decision to come out and just show us the woods and get right into that directly. If this was a Netflix show, I feel like we'd be like episode eight. Here's the woods, tune in next season, and instead they are barreling through the plot very quickly, so I agree with you on that. So, yeah, to walk through the episode, Justin? Yeah, um, we get a little flashback to Sam. Gen V gave him power but hurt his brain. We get to see prehensile dick in the backdrop. Love sausage. Love sausage. It was an an Easter dick. Yes, it was an Easter dick, Uh, which Easter dick, as we all know. Are you yourself for that one? Uh, goes Very. down and then three days later rises back. Oh, oh wow, dude. Wow. Three days. Tough wow, times. man. Yeah. Uh, but like, or, <laughs> I don't know how to move forward from that. Yeah, exactly. More, <laughs> just roll back more, the like, door and kind of roll just, back yeah. the nut yeah. and the, yeah. uh, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Easter dick rises up. Getting into some real Jesus stuff over here. Uh, Jesus, Alex. please move forward. This is about as much as I know about uh, Jesus as Travis Kelsey. So there you go. <laughs> what? That is, I, I look forward to your Bible that you're releasing. Alex. It's going <laughs> to be really you. good. So, yeah, this is the facility that we got to see in the boys. So I, I love on that note. Like, this doesn't feel like lip service to the boys. A lot of people, and I think very rightly so, have been calling it the boys season 3.5. And it 100% feels like this. It feels like they took a bit of the lessons of extension from the MCU and use that here, mm-hmm. where, granted, we haven't seen Hoblander, we haven't seen Huey, we haven't seen Starlight or anything we like saw that. saw the deep. But, yeah, do it, it doesn't, again, it feels like, it is very much part of this world. It exists in the world. There's repercussions there. It feels like an actual extension of the thing, and I love how they're working that stuff in. Honestly, uh, the way that we're talking, we're seeing the guest stars, and it's so close to that world. I bet we're going to get a full more guest stars in the final episode of this season. Mm. We might get a seven, uh, like somebody gets, like Marie ends up on the seven, and then she. Or there's some massive that. fight at the at the college, and and we get to see them all. There's some, at least some of them be there and Marie and, and others, Andre, join them for this fight. And then we see what falls out of that. Yeah. But we do get to see these flashbacks, like you're saying. What do you think the point of those were other than establishing Sam was at this facility and then Kate and Golden Boy were bummed about it? Well, giving us a, a more on Golden Boy, we just lost Golden Boy. So seeing what he died for, seeing a little bit of his connection to everything that was going on, we're kind of still piecing that story together. So, yeah, it was it was nice to kind of get a little screen time with Golden Boy, even though we lost him. Um, but, yeah, I appreciated the fact that we're seeing the woods. We're also seeing a lot of Sam. And I do like what they're setting up. But with St- Sam's struggle, what he's going through, why he feels the way he does. But Sam and Emma, oh, I love them together. Magic. Yeah, a little rom-com. And what I would argue yeah. is that maybe Sam is the true golden boy. Ooh. Mm. What do you mean by that? I the, think he's yeah. like the, the, the golden boy that – 
that died felt like he was, had a little bit of imposter syndrome or he was like, there was something going on with him where he just wasn't ready to be doing what he was doing and he mm-hmm. sort of crushed under the pressure and the loss of his brother and all of the bad stuff. While Sam feels like he's coming the other way, he's been through some real shit and is going to come out well, and be maybe the hero. That, that brings up a good point. A guy and uh, punched his fist out of his mouth. That yeah, was, and how did you feel about the fist through the mouth thing? Because just from a, we a saw technical that in the trailer, that was the tw- in the teaser. You're talking you got about to see physically, that. though. How does he do that? Like he makes he, he shows his guns, right? Like he's like, nope. No. I'm just saying Which when I was watching beach, beach through your mouth, through yeah, up through your butthole, I guess, <laughs> and out your mouth. Uh, I just feel like as a, as a little special effect, I was like, it almost worked. For me, mm-hmm. it didn't quite. It was just a little like the mouth. The I thought, fist it, was, out of mouth, I thought it was fun. I mean, that's, that's the boy's fun. Yeah. That's fun that you expect from Justin's the show. Justin's just saying, I love the visual. Justin's just saying physically, how do you punch up and then out of somebody's mouth? Yeah, I just don't know how the his arm would have to be like stretchy or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. got a stretchy arm. Which way to the beach? Up your butt. Oh, wow. I like how you're really flexing, Alex, and trying to make that happen. He really is flexing. I know. I feel like his (laughs) fist is coming out of my mouth. For anybody listening (laughs) on the podcast, I got one of those droopy cartoon muscles where I try to make a muscle that is the opposite of it. We got three pre-spinach Popeyes on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Noodle arms. I know we're jumping around all over the place when you wanted to walk through it, but can we talk about the rom-com stuff? I want to hear from our rom-com expert, Pete, because we got two... Two couples bubbling up this episode. Not only do we have Sam and Emma, we also have Kate and Andre who kiss and have a bit of an intercourse situation. As yeah, yeah, yes, an intercourse situation. Into, yeah, yeah. Because uh, and that was great. Uh, I really love that moment because you really feel Kate. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. feel like, oh yeah, we've all said things and been like, oh my god, why did you say that? And that was great because she does feel very untouchable on purpose with the gloves and their powers and everything. Uh, and so it was nice to kind of seen her a little bit more vulnerable when it comes to that stuff. But again, you're trying to root for Andre, but he was kind of a dick. And so it's like, ah, I hope that maybe. Why was he a dick? Because he was like, yo, I'm out. Because she was like, uh, was I want to talk busy. about the. Yeah, it was like, you know, he could have been a little nicer when she wanted to talk. Well, and as your your rom-com eye, Pete, precious mm-hmm. rom-com eye, which of these two couples do you feel like has the better chance of um, well, going on? You're way? pulling for Sam and Emma. Um, you know, I mean, they seem like the real main uh, kind of because both of them you're rooting for. You know what I mean? Um, whereas Andre, uh, you've seen him skirt a lot of different things. You're not sure where he if he's going to really kind of be the hero you want would be and you're not sure about Kate yet so uh, but mm-hmm. as it stands now Sam and Emma are the it couple we'll see as the season goes on if that kind of if that fluctuates I would even argue that maybe Andre it's hard when you finish talking and then a cricket starts so uh, <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that a cricket yeah uh, <laughs> then it, maybe Andre doesn't live through the whole season whoa only why would you speculation. think that yeah. I don't know. There's some that there's a bad there's some sort of bad vibe bad over that vibe. couple. Mm. Well, I I think it's what you might be picking up risks. on is contrary to what Pete's saying, he's the one character who really wants to be heroic. A lot of that 
seems to be coming from pushing against his father, Polarity, who is very much doing the. But that's what I'm worried about. He's just doing it as a nephew to his dad. I don't really know. I don't think that's completely like that's definitely his dad is very clearly trying to live vicariously through him. That's 100 percent. There's a lot of things going on with his dad. I mean, I don't know if I'd say that was the only thing, but okay, All right. I hear. Sure. Well, the other thing that's going on is he's doing like. The shaky shoulder dance from Save the Last Dance, right, Pete? You know what I'm talking about. Ooh, nice. What are you guys talking about? (laughs) Sean Patrick Thomas from Save the Last Dance. He did the dance. I can't do it. I I look like I'm a Muppet walking trying to walk. You do look like a Muppet walking. That's (laughs) a fucking, that's a perfect description of you. You're you're very active on this. You've been flexing. Now you're doing a muffin walk. What's next? Just try to to move my body, man. I just got to say, got to get those steps in. If I can't do it during our podcast, when can I do it? You're right, professor. Okay, (laughs) give me that body. Um, Yeah, so he's pushing against that. And I do think there's a sense of like, no, I'm going to be a hero where my dad isn't being a hero. But at the same time, he goes to his dad in this episode and says, listen, there's some bad stuff going down. you got to help me, which is when he finds out his dad knows everything about this, of course. And yeah. oh, that I was think by extension, like Poland, you yeah. know, kind of whisper in your ear. Ooh, that was that's, uh, that's it, it's a great shit. moment. But I think that's the thing that drives home for me is that Andre is trying to do the right thing. I it's not it just you. all about his dad. You because he broke my heart. That's part of it. That's part of his motivation there. But also a large part of his motivation is his best friend died in a fiery explosion. He doesn't know why. And he wants to do the right thing. And And he had to rip open the dick of a statue to get the information. You know what I mean? That was last episode. He's been through a lot. It's my point. Pete, I don't remember seeing a a dick in there, just so we're clear. (laughs) He ripped open a crotch of a statue. Don't say like that didn't happen. You make it sound like there was an actual bunch of organs underneath there and it's just what just so you know <laughs> statues don't have body parts underneath what you see well, well the thing that was you get to see, you gotta watch where would Amazon. you say the secret was hidden then you gotta watch the amazon x-ray thing because they tell you that he opened up the crotch and then three days later the dick cried out <laughs> yeah exactly Whoa. it was it was safely trapped within the pelvis is that <laughs> yes <laughs> Anyway, my point, to wrap it back up to what Justin was saying, I think if Andre right now, at least in my opinion, is the clearest hero on the show, that puts him in prime position to either turn bad or get Something bad, Heaven. Yeah, bad vibes. Uh, Well, and while we're talking, what if you took the clearest hero? Who do you think is? What do you have against Andre? I don't get it. Emma's the clearest hero. Really? She's sacrificing herself to go say Sam, person she doesn't even know. I mean, come on. She's and high. She's still, Do you identify with her because she's high? Is that what's going on? Who cares if she's high? She's still doing it. That's not like she wouldn't not do it. Here, this is the thing. I don't trust Emma because she smokes marijuana, which we all know. Oh, my bad. God. Hey. Yeah. Right, Pete? <laughs> Whatever, Cornell. Yeah, yeah you're, you're radiating you, extreme narc energy. Never yeah, used yeah. any drugs. We all <laughs> went to class on time, but we never used any drugs. Sounds fun. It was very fun fun because we learned and prepared ourselves for the workforce. Yeah, you're doing great. How nice we all ended up in the same podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You're not. How nice I'm sitting in my basement talking about a superhero show. (laughs) I think we all succeeded in different ways. A superhero (laughs) show for teens. 
Uh, that's a lot of our programming. I don't know why you're Emma's hating teens. <laughs> Emma's, yeah, we no, love I'm hating cool on teens. myself. I'm self-hating, which is what motivates me to be a podcast hero. Take it away, Justin. Um, I was going to say, Emma had quite a journey. We met her momager, uh, oh, not man. nice mom. Yeah. Who, uh, if she's the hero, she definitely is sort of going through her own version of the woods and that her mom sucks. But I, wasn't it last okay. episode uh, where you said wasn't was her name like Kimberly Bimberly or whatever it was? And then you and then they said her name. It was so funny. And I, was, I immediately thought of you. Justin. No, you Courtney it. Fortney. Courtney Fortney is who she yeah. is. Yeah. We're yeah. talking with the mom. I yeah. loved how much she loved the drama, the back uh. and forth between the mom and daughter. She was like, this is going to be great TV. It was hilarious. Both her and Jeff are such great characters. Yes. Like Jeff yeah, having the agreed. whole ribbon conversation. Where they're trying Courtney to like Fortney pin down the color it. for the ribbon. I love both of them. Yeah. I want to see both of them end up on the boys with Ashley. That <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what just happened? I, just just to say what happened. Oh Alex is in the middle. We we record this podcast on Zoom. <laughs> Alex is talking, and his little rectangle filled with balloons. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Was that? Did you do that? No, I didn't press anything. I was talking to Justin. That's very weird. That is very weird. Oh my god, I've never seen that before. That was so funny. <laughs> what was I even cl- saying? On some sort of clown I have setting? No idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, maybe it's uh, Courtney, the first 40? time I've logged out to Zoom during my birthday month. So they're uh, like, "Hey, that's happy right. birthday!" It's also oh, my wow. birthday month, and I got nothing. <laughs> oh man. Oh, you guys were born the same month. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the same age. The, uh, I would love to see (laughs) them in uh, working with Ashley. I think it would be a great trio. That would be very fun. But the main thing that I wanted to say about Emma's storyline while I try to get back on track after that weird balloon thing (laughs) is I, I liked how they approached the story in a relatively understated way. Like, I think there's a very histrionic way this could happen on a show where, Her mother completely traumatized her. Emma is fighting back about that. They have a big, tearful confrontation at some point. Instead, they underplayed it, and I think laudably so, where the mom clearly put her in a place where, like she says, she taught her to throw up. I think we're getting closer and closer to the fact that whether Emma thinks it or not, she does have an eating disorder that at least was in part encouraged by her mother but yeah emma is dealing with it and she's living with it which is what I i'm think. really hoping the show is going to deal with it in a cool way where like emma uh, comes to some understanding and ability to deal with her kind of you know what i mean but it's it's a it's a very tough situation for her mom and her and the back and forth between them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but I, I'm just, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. I don't know why I identify with it or like it so much, uh, but it's very fun. Well, because I think it's realistic. Like we don't have these dramatic confrontations with her parents on the opposite edge of the spectrum. We have what's going on with Jordan this episode with their parents. And her parents. Shows yeah. Up. Yeah. yeah. And Jordan, we meet initially is having a uh, very hilarious sex in their <laughs> dorm room. Parents show up, parents 
only see Jordan uh, as male, as a boy, yeah. um, or at least the well, father does. Well, you say Jordan is having sex with the guy is female. The guy, like, fully Kitty Pride's out of the room. Very funny. And then, uh, yeah, and then everybody Jordan Everybody starts screaming in the next room. That's yeah, it was great. It was very funny. Yeah, yeah. Very, very funny, funny yeah. sequence. But we do get a little bit of a show down there at the party where Jordan transforms from boy form to girl form and confronts their father about this. That is the sort of thing, and again, I think, like, this is fine, but that's the sort of thing I would expect from a drama, that sort of scene where the father is struggling with it and doesn't accept who Jordan is. Jordan is confronting their father about it versus the way the Emma scene is played, which I thought had a different layers to it and different nuance. So hmm. I'm glad we didn't have both of those things at the same time. They gave them different variables, and that's not not easy to do. Yeah, and I also uh, I felt real as far as like what they're both struggling with and kind of the parents' reaction, and so like yeah, I was I was kind of for this insane like dick comedy show, you know, the fact that they're kind of doing a pretty good job of like not sugarcoating how rough it is for people to deal with this, uh, you know, a little bit of a tip of the hat because it's like. Good for you. I mean, this is nice. Yeah. Well, and I, I do think it's it's handled. Both these separate issues are handled in like just a way of pushing the story forward and, and the character. Like it's not not really dwelling on it for like it's not the, preachy. It's not yeah, it's over not gimmicky. The top. It feels it's very not, yeah. It's it feels very, well very kind of like yeah. Like okay, this father wants his son, and he doesn't understand why his kid just won't be his son. And you know, the kid's like, "Why the fuck do I got to be who you want to be? Why can't I be me?" It's it's good. It feels very real, so it's nice. Yeah, I mean, to just uh, say one last thing about this, and then we can move on. Maybe we'll talk about Marie uh, next. We haven't talked about her. Great really choice. Yet. Great Thank choice. Yeah, let's much. talk about Marie. Well, hold on. The last thing that I wanted to say about this is the way the show, we talked about this over the past couple of episodes, the way the show is tackling issue-driven storylines is a much more modern perspective on it, I think, like you guys mm. are saying, where... Non-binary is a thing that is, and right. eating disorders is something people live with and deal with, and yeah. uh, we didn't really deal with the self-harm too much this episode, but same sort of thing. It's something- they talked about it. That it isn't solved with a conversation with your parents, and then you move on, and you grow from yeah. that, like how existed on teen dramas- even today, forever. like five, yeah. ten, yeah, forever, exactly. This is dealing with it in a more, yeah, this is something that we are open about, we talk about, we understand that this is a thing of the world, it doesn't need to be a dark, nasty secret, and we're just going to deal with it and then figure out how we can get better from the things we need to get better from, accept the things that we need to accept and move on from there. So, again, very lovable. Yeah, Pete. Speaking of Marie, they kind of have that confrontation where – Marie kind of says something Emma. to Emma and Emma's like, you cut yourself. You know what I mean? Like very mm -hmm. much kind of like to throw it back in her face. But uh, Marie is well, great. She finds, Marie finds Emma very too small. Yeah, like, way too, too small. small. Like having to fight off ants and stuff, which is, mm -hmm. you know, uh, she's yeah. gone too far. Real quick. Do you think uh, who would win in a fight? You or an ant, Pete? Mm. Oh, I mean, that's tough. I, I don't know how big I am. Do I have the strength of a full-grown me, or is it, you know what I mean? No, like, it's I don't just know you. All the it's just you, the way you are now, versus an ant. Oh, a regular. I yeah, I can take it. You I can win? Take it. Yeah. Now, would it, would, it, would it be easier if you were small or the ant was big? 
and you were fighting the ant. Ooh, if the ant was big and the ant has that kind of like eight-time body strength, that might be a real real confrontation. Uh, but anyways, I do like uh, the choices that Marie... Or real quick, just to follow up. Fuck, marry, kill. An ant, <laughs> another ant, or a third ant. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. An ant, <laughs> your great ant, oh. or... <laughs> Just don't and don't talk. man, and man. Yep. Anyways, uh, yeah, man. I think Marie That'd be delightful. Married to Paul Rudd, what a delight! Every yeah, day even... would be a joy. Marie uh, in this episode <laughs> is making great decisions. I really like the choices that she's making. She's kind of owning the fact that she fucked up before when she was yeah. kind of cornered. So it was nice to see. Her and Jordan kind of connect and talk a little bit. And there was a funny moment where they were all uh, sharing. And then Jordan was like, I killed my grandma. And they were like, no, you didn't. She was like, yeah, but I was feeling left out. You know, like I like that. The fact that they were all finally in the same room talking to each other, sharing. It was just very powerful and cool. And I also (laughs) think that's a big part of college is getting to know other people their issues and what they're going <laughs> that's through. True. That's true. They Alex. were coming together as a, in your face. How's yeah, that for so college? People you, getting to yeah. know each other. So I'm sorry. You're saying you talk to people in college? That's right. Now yeah, we're okay. getting somewhere. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't seem right now to me. Yeah, you were a mime the whole time when you were in school. <laughs> we had so much time for class. The uh, And they come together as a team at the end. Yes. And I really like that, and that's really setting up a lot going forward. How about Kate's story in that section, which was devastating? About her brother, who she mm-hmm. uh, pushed, coerced, and then he was gone. Like, that was just a, such a small chunk, but, man, that really left a mark. That, to me, drove home something that I can't remember whether we've talked about on the podcast yet. But in the original boys' comics, the these – not these characters, actually, but, like, this general idea – started as a thing called the G-Men that was led by a guy called Professor Godalkin, which was a parody of the X-Men. Yeah. None of the characters are related to any of these other characters, really, for the most part. Um, But it seems like they took that idea, that germ of an idea, and pushed that forward into, particularly now we have Marie's story, is straight up a at 13 trauma getting your mutant powers story. Kate's story feels like that as well. It's the same sort of thing as like classic X-Men, classic mutant stuff. And I love that. Like, I think that's a great space for this show to live in. Also, Marie's story is about like the fact that, you know, what's going to happen with her sister. You know what I mean? There is that kind of classic story, but she has this separation for her sister of like, we don't know how our sister feels about her, and you know, so we gotta go. We kind of well, gotta, I'd, I'd also throw out there that we don't know what happened to Kate's brother. That feels like yeah, he could have died, possibly, yeah. but there's also he could be out there somewhere. Like, that's a dangling yeah. plot line that I think is too good to not follow up in some way. Maybe not this season, maybe if it gets a second season or something like that, but. Yeah. You don't just say like, oh, my brother went out in the woods and I never saw him again and not have him show up at some point. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, maybe the sister, maybe that's a good like thing to, we'll hit on later in the season. Just continue to talk about Marie though. Um, Let me just set this rule. Anytime you're getting chocolate pancakes from someone, they're trying to screw you. They're coming Mm -hmm. for you somehow. Yeah. So that's how you know the deal. I'm going to do a little caveat to that rule. It's if the chocolate chips are exterior to the pancake, if the chocolate chips are interior to the pancake, no problem. You're good to go. Interesting. But putting like the chocolate chips on afterwards, 
weird. Wow. Yeah, that's just gilding lazy. the lilies. What that is? That's just yeah. lazy. Well, pancakes are good. Why do you need to put chocolate on top? That's like. Oh, what you... Have you ever heard of this thing called a s'more? It's just too much. <laughs> what it is too much? Marshmallows are fine, and chocolate's fine. Why don't you put it all together? No, you need the graham cracker for the sandwich bar, so you can eat it and enjoy yourself. What are it's, you talking? It's very about? funny to me. After all these years. I know exactly what will bait Pete into being outraged. <laughs> no. And coming out against s'mores, easy. Food easy. is a big trigger for me, Pete, buddy. never so watch a easy. movie called The Menu. You'll hate it. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I won't watch it. I, uh, I, I will not watch it. Anyways, listen. Uh, speaking of baiting me, I love the shout out from, uh, you know, Jordan's parents who might hate them, but they're from Rochester. So speaking of, uh, food and, uh, just shout out to garbage plates and the cha-cha getting a shout out in the episode. I don't know if all those words were said in this episode, but sure. <laughs> but that's well, nice. they did say they were from Rochester. We don't know if they were talking about Minnesota or New York, but, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a here, my, my city, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nice. Absolutely. Uh, I really like the scene also with Marie and the Dean when they're getting all those cards. The line, scan this QR code for an NFT of my card. Such a great joke. Again, this this show just crushes in all the joke departments. What do we think is going on with Dean Shetty at this point? What are your best theories about She's a horrible person is what it is. Mm -hmm. Good theory. Well – I, I the thing is, it's just the boys did such a does such a good job of being like that's the villain. It's like no, it's not. There's someone you have to feel sorry for because they're dealing with this. The villain is this person. I feel like mm-hmm. we might get a twist here. And really? Dean Shetty, Dean Shetty's actually trying to find put together a team of people to like help expose this. Or she's somehow you know, and she was talking to Ashley. And you know, she's there's something there. She's in a power. Thank position, you. She but, was talking to Ashley, so it's not it's not good for us. It's not good, but I do feel like we're going to get something that is a turn for her, and she's not just some, like, uh, goatee-twirling uh, villain. Hmm. Yeah. Well, let me throw this out there. Her name is Dean Shetty. She's acting like a mother to Marie. She's kind of like a Ma Shetty. Maybe she's hmm. Danny Trejo? Wow. Oh. <laughs> wow. wow. Now that's just, just that's, a theory. It's when you go to class, those are tacos. the ideas you come up mm-hmm. with when you go to all your classes. Yeah. Uh, uh, while I, we're still I, talking about Marie a little bit, I just wanted to say the mama with Emma where she was like, shh, let it happen was kind of enjoyable. I did love pain, how Emma and Marie settled their stuff. Yeah. Yes. What, the scene it we're was talking great. about. That did, in all seriousness, feel very college to me. Like, you get yeah. into a spat with your roommate, and then something happens where you're like, yeah, whatever. It's no big yeah. deal. We're friends. We're best yeah. friends, actually. We're best friends. I'll help yeah. you pee. I'll lift your dress. And Emma, the whole thing... I know it was in the trailer, but the get it, got it good, very funny when yeah. she's sneaking in. All of the scenes, we I know, Pete, you talked about it a little bit, but Sam and Emma do have good uh, chemistry. Yeah. They t- and Sam is. is very sweet. I also yeah, I like love, it. you know, talking about Ant-Man, but, like, I love the size-changing effect. I think they're doing a really yeah. good job of making that look good. It's good. Um, and the thing at the end... Where she jumps through the guy's ear and crawls through his yeah. brain. Oh my it's god! Up. Oh my that god! So fucked up. Disgusting. Grossest, 
grossest thing possible they did there. Yeah. And I love she coming out sort of coughing and like, whew, that was great. And before that, I love the sort of revert. We always get that question test where it's mm-hmm. like, tell me, tell me the thing you know about me that only you would know. And we get the reverse where he's like, tell me the thing you know. And she's like, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a really good use of a cliche on its head. And especially yes. the like, well, you're a white guy. It must be Godfather, Star Wars, Star Wars or Shawshank. Or, yeah. Great. And then the fact that he said Waterworld is such a great fourth movie to say. Just really, really great writing all across the board there. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I would also want to call out during the remembering Brink montage that they have at the benefit, the shots of the deep in particular, (laughs) where it's like they got them at Sears, those pictures or something. Very funny. The deep saying, rest in peace, brosif, was just, (laughs) oh my God. Just so good. Yeah. Uh, One other thing about that, right around that moment, when Kate gets them the good vodka, I was like, yeah. Just get the regular vodka. It's the same. It's all the same. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's, it's just potato vodka. water. It's That's dirty potato yeah. water. Holy shit. No. Got you again, Pete. Easy. <laughs> Stop. So easy. <laughs> Stop. It's, it's literally, it's the, I feel like that might be my V power is to be like, <laughs> Kate pushes other people. I push Pete. I can only push Pete. But anyway, I do agree, though, that all vodka is the same. You don't have to. <laughs> Stop <laughs> saying that. I've been, I was a bartender that's, for so long. That's, that's, not, true. that's, that's all the same. not true. You should know that it's not true if you were I know. a real I would bartender. Put, I, I could, if I served you three different vodkas, shook them up, chilled them, no, poured I've, them out, you can not tell the difference. This. Yes, I can. can. 100% I drink no. vodka for a living, motherfucker. If I ever see you in for person again, we're going to do that. <laughs> that's right. How much do you get paid for that? The vodka. None. I get to live. <laughs> uh, not for long, man. I get <laughs> That's a good point. Any other notes for the episode? Any other things anybody wants to call out? I have a beanbag. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Overall, just very fun episode of the show. Before we wrap up here, who was best boy? Pete, who was your best boy of the episode? This is tough. I really, I mean, Marie killed it. Emma killed it. I was really happy with Sam. Oh, man. I'm going to give it to Emma. I'm going to give it to Emma. Mm-hmm. Nice. I got to give it up for our guy, Sam. Welcome to the party. Looking yeah. forward to see uh, your, your come up. Get out of the woods. Um, are you out of the woods? No, because you're with Emma now. She's the Taylor Swift of the show. That's right. There you go. I, uh, I agree with both of those, but I'll, I'll throw it out to Marie. We didn't really talk much about her stuff with Dean Shetty, but I thought there was an interesting arc for her here that Jess Sinclair played really well in terms of selling herself completely at this benefit and that moment towards the end when she doesn't get to say anything and Dean Shetty's just like, look at her over there. Isn't she great? Smile, Marie. And she starts to realize, oh, wait a second, I'm being used right now. Yeah. There was a nice, very subtle turn in that acting that I liked a lot. And I think... I hope we're going to get that thing where she was doing refusal the first couple of episodes. Now she's going to turn and start to become the hero that we want her to be in the Central She is a, absolutely a fantastic actress. I love all the choices that she's making. It's really awesome to see. 
Great stuff. If you'd like to support this Great podcast stuff. and all the podcasts we do, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Facebook and YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about the boys and Gen V. Apple, Spotify, Android, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and follow the show at comic book live on Twitter slash X, comic book club live on TikTok and Instagram, comic book club live.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, I'm going to go see my hearing doctor and make sure I can hear it for those boys. I just don't know why Reese's Pieces are even a candy. Am I right, Pete? I want to be sedated. (laughs) 